0: I'm Des and I'm Jay and welcome to your weekly dose of savage reality.
1: Hi sister. Hello. How is it going? It's going swell. How are you? I'm good. good. I'm trying to
0: think. It's been a weird day. I'm getting up later than normal. So I feel like mm-hmm. I'm rushing through parts of my day mm-hmm. that I wouldn't normally be rushing through. So I need to just be on a schedule. But you know, it's break time and I want to relax a little bit.
1: Okay. Yeah. I feel that today has been busier than I would want it to be also I had to go to the gym this morning but I had to go super early even though I'm off because somebody was coming to the house to work on the fan for our stove at nine so I had to go to the gym at the regular time which was annoying Mm. after that I had to get ready for my dentist appointment and then drove to the train station took the train downtown my disappointment that literally took like 20 minutes it was so quick Ooh. and then stopped at michael's work um just to say hi and then got back here and now we're doing this and then tonight i have to host our virtual holiday celebration which i adamantly hate
0: a virtual exactly holiday. exactly what? i'm like what why can world? we just
1: not send gifts like I understand like remote work is not the in-person experience, but then also I don't feel like we should try to recreate all these in-person experiences virtually, you know? No. Yeah. Yeah. And that like, that's something that like, so like, we're going to play a holiday theme Kahoot, but I'm like, to me, that's kind of lame, right? Like last yeah. year, wine tasting, which was cool, but it was also almost like $20,000. I'm like, that wasn't worth it. No. Well, <laughs> well, 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 wait. So the company sent out three full bottles of wine. Which was with, crazy. Yes, with um, different nuts and cheeses and crackers. And then someone walked us through like the how you pair the wine with all those different little finger foods. So it was cool. It was just our, our host who was walking us through it. He was so dry. He was so boring. Mm-hmm. And so obviously I'm sure everybody enjoyed the free three bottles of wine. But then this year I was like, well, you know, everyone may not drink. So like, and I hate when like companies just assume let's just send everybody alcohol. It's like, we could have recovering alcoholics mm-hmm. or have people who just choose to be sober for their parents, for their kids, for their partner. Like, So many different things. So this year I found this company called Sugar Wish. Mm. And it's like Snappy, if you've ever heard of Snappy. No. No. Well, it's like corporate gifting. And so Mm -hmm. you set the limit to what each person can spend. And then Mm -hmm. they have all these different categories of things they can pick from. So like. Oh, yeah,
0: that's nice. People
1: were able to choose between coffee, tea. There were still wine. There were wine tastings, um, cookies, um, bath bombs stuff like that. So it just gives people a variety to choose what they want, you know?
0: Yeah. I would agree yeah. on that front because one, I don't want anyone picking out my alcohol for me, except for me. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you know me really well, because like people could try to send me a bunch of red wine. I don't drink red wine like that, but mm-hmm. I would feel obligated to just keep it or yeah. like regift it to somebody. And two, I feel very discriminated against as a tea drinker in this world because people just assume that people drink coffee and like, no, I drink coffee if I'm like desperately tired, Mm -hmm. but I don't just generally speaking want coffee. So yeah, I prefer tea, but you know, they always have less tea because people are like, I don't like tea. And I'm like, have you ever fucking tried tea? Because I'm guaranteeing you out of all flavors that exist in the world, there's probably one that you like.
1: Right. Yeah, I, just I think don't you think need like you need coffee. Not like tea. It's just like coffee. I agree. I mean, right. I mean, <laughs> it's the caffeine. Like I don't know. It's yeah. just. caffeine. Like, and you can also get caffeinated tea. So like, there's that too. Yeah, um, there's just not as much caffeine in tea as there is in coffee. Yeah. But yeah. again, who's actually drinking the
0: tea or the coffee for the caffeine? Like. If cool. you drink coffee all the time, the caffeine's not doing anything for it's you. It's not
1: working anymore. Yeah. Keeping
0: you at a baseline. For but sure, for Speaking sure. of virtual versus in-person work. So mm-hmm. for the past two years, I think it's been. Yeah. Two years. I think it started in 2021. When we went back to the office after COVID or the height of COVID. We've been doing, uh, you can work three days on campus, two days off in this semester and then it's the reverse for the summer so the summer you only work two days in person really have to work two days in person and then three days um can be remote in the summer but I learned today that apparently Mm -hmm. they are shifting that now to four days in person and one day remote
1: why I don't know. Now, this
0: will be an issue for me because I still go to work all five days anyway because my people are crazy and can't handle me not being there physically. But also, like, it's just easier for me to be at work to get work done. But the people who take advantage of that, they're going to be hot.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's going to be... And you said this is funny. over the summer? No, no. This is, like, starting, I think... I don't know if it starts next semester or if it's starting next school year, but no. it starts, like, soon. I don't know what they're going to do for the summer, but...
1: Gotcha. So they're used Mm -hmm. to two days at home and now they're only going to get one. Mm -hmm. Probably trying to get away from even just that one day at home, honestly.
0: Which I think so too, but I'm also like, Like, everybody doesn't need to be be, on
1: campus every day. No, they do not. They do not. And I think actually here in Massachusetts, they're going to be piloting like statewide a four day work week. I don't know if it's this upcoming year or 2025, but I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because what do we need to, like, we shouldn't work more than we get to relax just in life in general, like right. we five days a week. And honestly, Saturday is like really your only day to do something. And then Sunday you got to prepare for your week. So it's mm. like, you don't even like, it's just ridiculous. So yeah. 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 It's interesting to me. And
0: I remember like, obviously pre COVID, we worked all five days on campus. Like no one was remote. That just like, wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's interesting that like, they're trying to shift back to that because I know so many other companies in Nashville aren't doing that and probably will never do that. Right. And I feel like I've seen so many studies that talk about how much more productive people are when they work remote, because there's not as much like stop and start and because people like don't have to commute you get more out of them because they don't have to worry about that part of their day and like the whole like having to be around people and the water cooler conversations and everything even though I enjoy that part of work but at the same time when I really need to get stuff done I need to like close my door
1: right and I also think when it comes to that it's like People just appreciate the fact that like when I if I if my boss were to tell me we're going to do, you know, four days work one in one day remote or like four days in office, one day remote. I would think, okay, my boss cares about my work life balance, my mental Mm -hmm. health, you know, like it just communicates you care. So then, of course, someone who's giving you that opportunity as the person getting that opportunity, you're not going to squander it by like not getting your shit done. Like it's going to make you want, so you can actually enjoy that fifth day where you're working remotely and like your schedule can be like super duper chill if you Mm. grinded it out for those first four days, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And sometimes like you just, you don't need all five days. You don't. (laughs) <laughs> more often than not, just preparing for my 4.30, because if not, I'll forget. Yeah,
0: no, you're um, fine. She just but, changed her Zoom background. That's like, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> merry and bright. Um, yeah, more than likely, more often times than not, you don't need five days in the office. Like, mm-hmm. if you need five days, you're really just bullshitting Monday through Thursday. Truly. Or you have stuff that's like,
0: you could only do so much of it per day.
1: Mm-hmm. Something
0: mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But in other news, this is going to be a real quick shift. But as I was posting our most recent post to Instagram, I was looking at something that popped up and I wanted to talk with you about this because I listened to this clip this morning and it's something that Bravo holics posted. It said some things in life are certain death taxes and Sheena making everything about herself. Wow. And it has this picture. Hold on. Let me back it up so you can see it. Dang it. I hate when I Zoom does this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just her face being bit.
0: like but yeah.
1: distracted. Did you listen to
0: that YouTube clip I sent?
1: I didn't. I've been just going, going, going today.
0: Well, let me tell you about it, friends and sister. So we were talking about this a little bit last week in our episode, but there is this Podcast that Sheena did, and I found out now it's called Bravo's Hot Mic, I think is what it is. And it's a new Bravo podcast that you have to pay for. And I was like, Well, I'm not paying for that. I already pay for the podcast that I want to listen to, and I'm not paying to listen to this one episode. So, what
1: podcast do you pay to listen to?
0: Uh, two Black Girls, One Rose. And then um, there's these two women that do the now love to see it, formerly here to make friends. And they talk about Bachelor and like a lot of other stuff that I watch. But mm-hmm. when I started listening to their podcast, they used to work at um, the Huffington Post. So their podcast was a Huffington Post podcast. And then they got randomly laid off. And so they like started up this second podcast called Rich Text to like help cover their bills and stuff while mm-hmm. they were trying to find new jobs. And so I am like, oh, well, I can give them like $6 a month. That's fine. So, okay. and sure. I listened to that and they do a lot of other stuff that I like to watch and stuff too. So I've just continued to pay for it, even though now they are in another platform and have, I think their new podcast subsidized, but you know what? I love supporting women. So I pay for those and that's more than enough. And so I was listening to this clip though. And the whole episode is basically about like the current, like state of the union with Vanderpump rules, but also Alex Baskin, who's one of the producers on the show, is talking to Sheena and Jeremiah, who you've probably heard Lala talk about a lot, one of their producers, about just kind of like the history of like who she is, how the show's evolved, like all that kind of stuff. And it was actually interesting. So I hate that it's kind of paywall, but whatever. There's a free preview. And so anyway, we get to this part where she's talking about the whole situation and how things have gone down in season 11. And basically she was like, yeah, like, you know. I just don't think that Ariana will ever fully understand how difficult this whole situation was for me, even though it didn't totally happen to me. Like I was still impacted it by it. huh. And then she was saying that, like, you know, she's trying to do what's best for her. She's trying to put herself first now and her family and what they need. And she was like, you know, I've always been the type of person to look for a path to forgiveness. And that's what I'm on my mission to do, basically. And I was like, you know, backbone having bitch. Are you kidding me right now? And you are supposed to be a Taurus, the most loyal of all of us. And you are going to betray
1: Ariana like that? Are you serious? So her and her family need Tom Sandoval in her life. They need Tom Sandoval. Like that doesn't even fucking make sense. I agree.
0: I was like, I could understand maybe if Tom was one he of your like relatives. A gynecologist,
1: but like he's not <laughs> so
0: <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, Sheena, if you are as good of a friend as you say you are to Ariana, it should be gang gang for Ariana until Ariana says it's okay. And until she says it's okay,
1: it's not okay. And by the looks of what I've seen from um the trailer, Ariana does not think. Anyone interacted with Tom Sandoval is okay.
0: Exactly. And the only person who seems to get that message is fucking Katie. And Mm -hmm. I don't even think that's just because they're in business together. I think that's because Mm -hmm. Katie understands what's going on. And, you know, in those later seasons where it's like the witches of WeHo versus Sheena, and they're talking about how she's like not a loyal friend, like all this stuff. I used to feel so badly for Sheena, but it's no, they just clocked the shit the whole time. And so I feel like it's very on par with how she behaves, pretty much the entire show. That of course she would then treat the same situation like that.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Ridiculous.
0: Sad, but fucking ridiculous.
1: What can you do? Mm-hmm. Shoot for you.
0: Mm-mm. However, we're gonna move into today's episode, friends. Finally, um, so we are covering season two, episode eight, and so we open. Back at the yard sale, where Stassi is reminding us that Tequila Katie dropped this bomb that Kristen and Jax hooked up the night before at Peter's birthday party, which is not something that we saw happen, but we're hearing about it now.
1: They didn't it hook it up at the birthday party. Katie no.
0: brought it up at the birthday party. Correct, correct, <laughs> correct. Katie told them at the birthday yeah. party that this had happened before in January. And so again, Katie walks up to them and Christina Kelly is like, what happened? And Katie basically essentially like gets upset when everyone's telling her what's going on and just like walks off. So Stassi goes after her and is basically like, you know what, Katie, regardless of all of this, you need to tell me what you know, like right now. And then Katie does. And Stassi's like, why did you keep this from me for six months? And Katie's like, it's just a rumor and I shouldn't have repeated it. But then Saucy's like, well, how would you feel if I had known something about Tom potentially having happened and I didn't tell you, which is 100% true. And honestly, considering all the times that like Saucy has gotten frustrated with people, I feel like she handled this situation at this point, at least, fairly maturely. Like, especially, mm-hmm. I think, keeping in mind that like she still wants to be friends with Katie. And so Katie then tells us in her confessional that she heard the rumor from another friend named Katie who works at Sir. But I was like, at this point, who told Katie about it? Like, did Jax just randomly tell her? Like, that seems kind of random, but also like, it's fucking Katie. I mean, fucking Jax. So like, he could have. But then I also was like, I wonder what Kristen did to make Katie say that to Stassi. Because it Mm -hmm. seemed like she just said it out of anger. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering like, what happened in that situation to make her go off like that? Yeah, because that just seems random. And so Kristen is still talking to Christina Kelly and she swears up and down that she didn't do it. And basically, Katie says to Stassi, like, I've never said anything to you about it because I didn't think it was real. And so I have this question for you. If someone told you that they knew something about Michael like this, would you want to know or would you want to be able to, like, figure it out on your own?
1: If anyone knew that Michael slept with one of my best friends and (laughs) slept with anyone and did not tell me, I would line them up in the street with Michael when I got in my car to run him over. (laughs) So the answer is yes. I would want to know (laughs) as soon as possible.
0: Oh, my God. No, I totally agree because that's just so fucked up. Like, I get partially why Katie didn't think it made sense to say, but I still feel like either way. I'm not going to be the person that has that knowledge and doesn't share it with my friend because that just feels really fucked up. Yeah. So knowing the rumor mill there, I get it.
1: Right, right, right. For sure. But um, yeah, I think though, it's always like where there's smoke, there's fire. In mm-hmm. my opinion. So it's like, even if these rumors, rumors weren't true, what made someone just pull this out of their ass? You know, mm-hmm. so like- You all had to have been giving off some type of signal for someone to even bring this up. So, yeah.
0: No, I totally agree. I totally agree. And so Kristen walks up as Stassi and Katie are still talking. And Stassi is talking about how, you know, Kristen, when she's really accused of things, she goes kind of apeshit. But right now she's being so calm, which makes Stassi believe that Kristen is guilty. And I think it's interesting that Stassi pointed that out because Kristen did the same thing to ariana when she was confronting ariana about whether or not her and ta had ever done anything with each other and yeah. so right just a weird connection there so then stassi leaves and she walks back over to christina kelly and christina is basically like how much do you believe this and stassi's like i believe it's 98 percent true <laughs> and like as i'm thinking back over what happened during that time everything makes sense for it to have happened And so Kristen and Katie are kind of finishing up talking and Kristen's like, you know, it's whatever, like, I hate that you did it. I hate that Stassi believes it. But like, what are we going to do? And then Stassi is basically like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to start trying to figure out how I can get this information. And Katie just looks distraught, like she's just done the worst thing in the world, which I was like, no, Katie, this is like the best thing that ever really happened to this show because we got... Another huge rumor that's going to basically take us through the rest of the seat then. And then as we're ending the scene, Christina Kelly is saying to a car driving by yard sale. Do you want to come? She's just like the most least enthusiastic person I've ever seen. But you know, here we are. Yeah,
1: And it also makes me question why Stassi felt 98% like this had happened because I about, if I were in this situation, there is a 100% chance that I'm going to think 100% that did not happen. Yep. So it's like, why are you friends with people who you think have a 98% chance of hooking up with your boyfriend? Mm. That's where I think we should be looking inward.
0: Especially when you care. Like I get if she didn't right. care, but right. like a- Jax was actively trying to get you back at this point. Yeah. And so for you to even think that Kristen did that. Is insane again. Yes, to still be friends with her, it just doesn't make sense. I couldn't have a friendship like that.
1: Yeah, soup's weird, soup's weird. But then the following night at Sir, um, it's really nothing to highlight. I mean, Lisa is basically saying that they need to bring in a secret diner, um, because she's been reading their reviews on Open Table. Um, and some of them are great, some of them aren't. And so she wants to test her staff
0: which is funny. Do you remember when we had secret shoppers at Panera?
1: I do. <laughs> I my secret shopper reports were always great. I don't ever remember getting a bad one.
0: I feel like I maybe got a questionable one
1: once, but I, could see I don't that. know. Well, you so know, just catch me on the right day. What I'm saying, sometimes you're sometime so yeah, I could see how you probably did get a questionable one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So.
0: but Oh, well, that's all for that. It happened. So anyways, then we go to like a little quick scene at Tom and Kristen's. And Kristen is randomly playing guitar. And Tom walks in with laundry. And basically, the only reason the scene is important is because Tom's asking about what happened at the yard sale and more specifically, the rumor. And Tom has the normal reaction and is like, yeah, I don't believe it. I can't believe stassi believes it. This is wild. And he's like, you know, I think it's laughable because Kristen would never do that. And Katie likes to make up shit when she's drunk, which, you know, you discredit women, but we could just believe in her girlfriend's fidelity. That's it.
1: um And he's but like, also, and him saying that, like, what, what, because no one has yet to bring us proof of Katie making shit up when she's drunk. So, right. Like, exactly. What y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. And even
0: later, Erdo. Was it later this episode or was it the previous episode where Sheena's like, no, Katie says the truth when she's drunk?
1: Yes, that was Sheena.
0: Yeah, so I can't remember when that happened. It was, it was, but I can't remember when she said it. But yeah, so, agreed. And then Tom says, kind of closing that out, well, at least we now both know what it's like to have rumors going on or going around about us, (laughs) which I was like, I don't know if that would be something to like celebrate, but I guess if it takes the eat off you, it's totally fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. um, And that's right. I was like, Tom, what? Why, what would make you say something so idiotic? And maybe that's also why he was so chill about it. Because he's like, ooh, yes. You know? I do uh-huh. yeah. you know. Yeah. But even weirder is how much, how these people are so, I don't know. I guess I posted this thing on Instagram the other day. And it was like when you're 30 and all you want to do is stay inside because when you were 15 and 16 you were doing the shit that you should have waited to do when you were 30. Yeah. And I was like, god, I feel that so hard because like the partying, the excessive drinking, like all that shit just does not sound appealing to me at all. And mm-hmm. I don't understand why grown adults are like so attracted to that type of behavior. Um but also I did a lot of that shit in high school way more than I should have clearly. Cause I was not of any legal age to be consuming as much alcohol that was consumed. So there's that. So I think that's why I'm just like uh, drinking cool partying. Yeah. Whatever. But like, whatever. you also
0: just don't like being around people. So that also, but those that, things. that
1: has also gotten worse as I've gotten older, I'm literally turning into mom. You're going to be a hermit. hermit.
0: Like, you're yeah. going to develop agoraphobia before the age of, like, 50.
1: I was already, <laughs> I was already, remember when I had to go to therapy in uh, junior high mm-hmm. for the eating disorder? Mm-hmm. And she told me that I did have agoraphobia. That's, like, that's when you're, like, scared of crowds, right?
0: No, that just means but, you don't want to leave your home.
1: What's the one where you're afraid of large crowds? I don't know. i have to look it up. Oh, okay. Well, that's what she told me I had, because I was telling Mm. her about how much anxiety I would get, like going to football games and basketball games. And I was like, I don't know. I'm just like, what if someone comes in and starts shooting up the place? Now, looking back on it, I don't think that's any type of phobia. That's just fucking real world, you know? Especially at this time. Especially now. Exactly. I was ahead of the time. Anywho. No, I guess it
0: it technically is agoraphobia. agoraphobia. That's what
1: I was thinking. Okay. Um... But this crew, they love to be out. Um, Stasi even makes the comment that she lives for brunch and that I she... love brunch. Do you? I'm not I love,
0: I love I guess because I'm not
1: into drinking, I'm just like, what's the point of brunch?
0: I just like breakfast foods.
1: I love breakfast food too, but like why does it have to be like, oh, let's go to brunch? I don't because know. I just alcohol? like it.
0: No, not even because I don't even always drink at brunch. I just like hmm. getting food like because I feel like, one, it's really hard to mess up breakfast food, and two, there's just some foods that I can't make for myself. Like, I've never mastered an omelet or, like, French toast. What? No, I cannot make an omelet to save my life. I always end up just turning it into a scramble. I can't get the shape right. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I think <laughs> it's just because I'm not patient with it. So, I like getting omelets yeah, I out say, It's really not that hard, but whatever. I can do it. Once we got that egg cooker, or dad got me an egg cooker for Christmas like two Christmases ago, and I learned how to make a poached egg, I'm like, I don't need to go to brunch ever again. Oh, no, I hate eggs poached benedicts eggs. eggs benedicts at home. What? No, yeah,
0: no, I don't like eggs benedicts at all.
1: Oh, my God, that's my favorite. Mm-mm.
0: I don't like a runny egg like that. I oh! need it to be, like, mostly
1: Oh, congealed. no, I love a runny egg. I've been Ew. making huevos rancheros for breakfast, minus the, the huevos, I don't know, minus the tortilla chips. The huevos are the eggs oh <laughs> nice the tortillas it's been she so took bad. french guys not i Spanish. took french and i wasn't great at that anywho this group is brunching stassi <laughs> loves brunch she said her paychecks go directly towards brunch and i'm just like that's a lot yeah but whatever so at this brunch though stassi has this plan to try to get jacks to divulge whether or not um The information surrounding this rumor is accurate or not. And her plan is pretty stealthy. She's like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm gonna wait and get Jack or wait for Jax to get hella drunk and then go in for the kill. Yep. Um, specifically said she said, I am like a rattlesnake waiting to strike. And Jax is too dumb to hear my rattle. And I'm like, yep. That is true because any little bit of attention Stassi gives him, whether positive or negative, he's going to take it as just like oh attention. So Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm. And then also, Jacks made a comment during this scene that like L. A. is the only place where you can go to the club uh, on a Sunday in the middle of the afternoon. I'm like, is it though? I'm pretty sure you could probably do that in like San Francisco or Oakland or Miami Mm. or New York. Lots of places. I mean, yeah, like literally anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than like Wyoming. And I'm sure there's probably even something there. <laughs> so I'm like, you're small minded, but that's not shocking. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, so we do a lot of drinking. Jax is dancing on the bar with his shirt off, and I'm like, oh my god, you... and getting tips,
0: like, ooh, Yeah, you are the too fuck?
1: big for this. It's really disturbing. Um, mm-hmm. but Stassi thinks this is the perfect time to pull him aside because she's like, yes, he's drunk, dancing on the bar, so surely he's just gonna like spill the beans. Mm-hmm. Pulls him outside to talk to him, like, okay, so bottom line with Christina Kelly, have you ever? Or did you fuck Kristen? And he's like, what? No, I didn't fuck Kristen. Then he compares having sex with Kristen is like having sex with his little sister or mm-hmm. just his sister in general. Right. Um, And then in his confessional, he's like, I may have had sex with a lot of people, but not Kristen. Or maybe he said, maybe that wasn't in the confessional. Maybe it was during the conversation, whatever mm-hmm. the case be. And then in his confessional, this was in his confessional. when he's like, basically, he's trying to say that they're jealous of his sex life. And that's why they're attacking him about this rumor. And it's like, no, Jax, you fucked your girlfriend's best friend. That's why they're attacking you. It has nothing to do with all the random bitches you bang every night or every other night or whatever the case may be. Stupid. It's laughable. It truly is. I'm just like, your brain does not stretch very far at this point oh. in your life. And that is sad. Um, and then Stassi's like, yeah, you bang so many chicks. i like, why not Kristen? Why not Kristen? And he was like, I'm not attracted to Kristen. And it's like, hmm, like Stassi said, you fuck people you're not attracted to all the time. Mm-hmm. No shade. I'm pretty fucking sure you were not attracted to faith. Case in point. <laughs> <laughs> Case in fucking point.
0: yeah yeah yeah. he's an interesting one Jax. but just gotta love him so then we see this quick scene where the secret diner is at lisa's house and lisa's basically talking to her about how she wants the whole night to go down and this woman is a chef she's also a food blogger and so lisa feels like she's the perfect person she would fit in with the typical crowd that comes to sir um It's funny because she's like, you know, my staff's cool, but like, they're not always great. They're very complacent. So essentially just (laughs) shit talking them. And she's like, I need them to be better. And so then when we get to secret diner night, we start out seeing Stassi and Lisa catching up before Stassi's shift starts. And Stassi's telling Lisa about... The rumor and how everything went down with Katie at Peter's birthday party, and then Lisa tells us that she too has heard the rumor about Jackson and Kristen. Dun, dun, dun. Which I wonder. Okay, if Lisa heard it, and her and Saucy are "quote unquote" so close, I wonder why Lisa didn't
1: say anything to her about it. That's a great question. You know, yeah, and I don't know. That's yeah, it's a great question. I have no idea. Maybe she was saving
0: it for the show. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> because she is a producer
1: maybe she didn't think it was true or mm, yeah I don't know (laughs) I feel like I know
0: Lisa too well for her for me to believe that that's she was just genuinely being kind um but then she asked Stassi if Stassi believes it and again yeah Stassi's like when I think back to that time we also were having a conversation about how Kristen was like weirdly obsessed with Jax and Lisa's like, well, don't bring me into it. But I do remember that. Like she always wants (laughs) to be like one toe on the drama, but not fully in the drama. Right. But I also wonder what was Kristen doing to make her feel like she was obsessed with Jax? You know,
1: saying, and it kind of goes back to that whole thing with Danny Shea, when she was saying that there was quote, weird energy between Tom Sandoval and Ariana. That's true. It's like, when you've hooked up with someone like there are very few people who can just go like be in a setting with that person and just mm-hmm. keep it nonchalant. So That's true. Ariana and Tom, Jackson, Kristen clearly are not those people. Mm-mm.
0: Exactly. And so we kind of leave it on that note. And Lisa heads out as a secret diner and one of her friends head in. And so then we start this whole merry-go-round of conversations about how katie acted at peter's birthday party so we see katie and sheena get into it and then sheena goes over to tom to complain to him about it and was talking about how you know even though katie said she and tom were practically engaged schwartz didn't agree to that which knowing schwartz that makes perfect sense Mm-hmm. um he then also shares the Kristen and jacks rumor with sheena because she didn't know about it yet and so of course she's like gobsmacked on it and then finally is like oh i've got to go check on my tables and of course mm-hmm. the secret diners are dining with her she seems to start off strong but then goes back to bitch at tom and then is continuing to like get off track with her service that night and so katie gets approached by the secret diners to check on their appetizer but in route ends up also talking to sheena and tom so i don't know when these ladies ever got their corn fritters also who the fuck wants a corn fritter but like whatever (laughs) corn's just not ever for me and so then sheena finally cashes them out and they head over to the other side to be taken care of by stassi who despite all of this actually is doing An excellent job, right? (laughs) Which is hilarious to me because she can compartmentalize like nobody's business in this situation. And so she's like at the bar getting their drinks, shit talking Jacks. She's got to take a drink back to him, so she's shit talking him more. Then Sheena comes over to confront Stassi in the bathroom about how Stassi didn't defend Sheena at Peter's birthday party about whether or not they were friends. And then I thought. Sheena, why do you even care? Because I thought you didn't want to be friends with them. I thought that you didn't think that exactly. they were good people. So, like, why Why are you trying to even, like, weasel your way in? And I said to myself, Stassi apologizes for it. And I was like, this is probably the only, like, sincere apology Sheena has ever gotten from Stassi. Mm-hmm. Because it was so easy to just be like, yeah, I should have said something and I didn't.
1: Whoops. And then also, though, Stassi wasn't in front of anyone. So True. Um, good point.
0: There's that. Good point. And then for some reason, Sheena brings up the Jax and Kristen rumor to Stassi because she just has to insert herself. And then Katie talks to Jax about it. And it's just it's just a lot. But basically, the secret diners end up preferring Stassi's service to Sheena's service, which is really funny.
1: Is literally Hilarious, like the funniest thing ever. I thought that was just grand, especially for one of um, Lisa's quote unquote favorites. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the next day at SUH, we are recapping. um, We're recapping. Lisa is recapping with her staff um, the reports for each of them. And, you know, in the opening of this scene, I was like, is sir, like, secure? Because have you ever, like, looked at the infrastructure of this small building? Like, those front two wooden doors. Mm -hmm. And then there's the walls around it. But the walls are, like, really short. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if someone wanted to, like, boost someone up to hop over it, they could totally do that. I'm like, are there gates around, sir? Like, are they just relying on chains and a padlock? Mm Hmm. It's just you know, and like, what do they do with the? Do they bring in all those tables and chairs and stuff that sit out there in the little outside space? I think they do. That's a lot of work, yeah.
0: Yeah, it is. It's a lot of freaking
1: work, but like, but then is it
0: a lot because the space isn't really that big?
1: That's true. That's true. I don't know. It seems like a lot, but right. Who am I? Who am I? Anywho, um, so yes, that was just my my opening thought there for some reason. But, um, Lisa first calls Sheena, mm-hmm. and when she tells Sheena that because she, Sheena's like, Am I in trouble or something? And Lisa's like, uh, Yeah, she's like, Wait, what? <laughs> <Any> <laughs> trouble No, and Lisa's like, Yeah, girl, because um, she tells her about the secret diner and how they reported that Sheena's service was not that great. And Sheena was like, no, I think I gave top-notch service to every table last night. And Lisa's like, well, apparently you didn't because the report says you didn't. Um, So I'm like, yep, there goes that. I think Sheena and that damn top-notch bun Mm. thing is so big.
0: I literally was like, we should count how many times during the show Sheena wears the sock bun.
1: It's too much.
0: I just need like an ongoing count every sighting that we have.
1: Yeah, it's, it's way too much. But mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, so there's that. She calls her out for that. Then the report says that she was standing at the bar talking to Sandoval the whole time. And mm-hmm. she was like, why are we talking to Sandoval? And she was like, well, mm-hmm. I was just complaining about how much I didn't want to be working with Katie. And it's like, girl, are we for real right now? Right. Are we serious? But she was. So, there's that. Um, moving forward, we talk about, Lisa goes to talk to Jax about his report, and not surprisingly, his report was also bad. Um, his jalapeno margarita basically sucked, inconsistent with the one that Tom Sandoval made.
0: Uh, um, well,
1: assuming Tom Sandoval made. We didn't really see him make probably. it. But you're right. Um, and then also, he was super unprofessional because he was on his phone the entire night. And Jack's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. was. (laughs) And Jack's like, but you know, I was like, all this stuff about these rumors and da da da. And Lisa's like, yeah, I've heard the rumor before. And Jack's like, oh, come on, Lisa. You know me. Do you think I would do something like that? Jack's, it's because we know you that we think you would do something like that. Literally. Understand why you're confused as to why people are like, yeah, this could probably be true.
0: Right. Like, remember, after everything you've done,
1: after everything, which is, a lot mm-hmm. a lot clearly he does not understand that um, uh-huh. so yeah and then that's what Lisa's like yeah I mean based on your track record definitely sounds like something you would do so yes I believe it 100% percent. Yeah. the other
0: funny thing I thought about this, this scene was when Sheena was comparing herself to LeBron James and she's like yeah LeBron James has off nights I was that's like, like me, right but he's ma'am. LeBron James Sheena not, right. Sheena.
1: Not Sheena Shea. <laughs> what was Sheena's maiden name? Jenkin Jenkin?,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Oh, my. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think that's why she kept the Shea.
1: Got it. Yeah. Sheena Shea is definitely more like Hollywood ready. Right. For sure. Okay. Got it. Agreed.
0: And so then later that day, Stassi is coming over to Katie's house to try to get more dirt about the rumor because Stassi tells us that Katie has been avoiding her and so Katie tells her the whole story and everything that she knows and we've answered my earlier question about who told the other Katie the rumor of course it was Jax <laughs> and Katie tells us that she asked Jackson, Kristen about it and then Stassi's even more convinced so she's now moved over to 99% convinced that it happened because she was like Katie you believed in enough to follow up on it Therefore, Mm -hmm. I'm going to believe it too. And Katie's like, well, no, I never should have said anything about it. And Sassy's like, no, you have a duty to tell me as your best friend. And Mm -hmm. like, Kristen is my best friend of four years and your best friend of three years. And like, we, we have to deal with this. And if this is true, it's going to change the core of this friend group. And so I've got to figure out what the fuck happened.
1: Period.
0: And then she heads
1: to Tom and Kristen's. And at Tom and Kristen's, she has devised a plan. A plan that she will take because she walks in and she's like, you know, I can't get this out of my head. And Kristen's like, well, you need to. And I'm like, oh, that would not Inch. be my response no. to my best friend. But, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. To of and, um, and she's like, well, I do have a way to get over it. I am going to text Jax from your phone. So he thinks it's a conversation between you and him, which very smart plan. I mean, you know, of all the things you can come up with, that's a stellar idea. Mm -hmm. And so Kristen's like, okay, cool. Like, here you go. So she texts Jax, whatever she texts him. We don't know. They didn't read it. She didn't read it. Producers didn't read it, whatever. Um, But he responds or no, she does say like, What? I want to talk about like what happened in January. And then his response is, I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. And then she asked him another question. And she He was like, dude, what? Like, what are you talking about? So based on Jax's response, Stassi's like, OK, I feel so much better that clearly all of this bullshit was made up. Now we can go enjoy my birthday in Mexico and like everything's going to be copacetic. And Kristen's like, I mean, I'm kind of pissed at you that you would ever think that I would do that. And then Tom's like, "Yeah," and Stassi's like, "Don't say yeah. Like this is a big deal. Like everyone hated me at this time." And da 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 da, blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah. And then Kristen's like, "Stassi, number one, even if you and I weren't friends, I would never fuck Jacks with a ten foot pole. No offense." And then Jacks or Stassi makes the comment, "Well, Jacks can get anybody in bed with him." And Kristen's like, he can't get me in bed and he can't get Katie in bed. That I fucking promise. So, yeah, that is where we wrap that episode. Mm -hmm. Juicy.
0: Yeah, I, I, again, like Katie, you know, this went down in a way you did not intend you were the true goat for bringing this shit up. Mm -hmm. because i just Mm -hmm. can't imagine like could you imagine where we're at now and like never knowing this had happened potentially right right
1: yeah oh
0: god it's Mm -hmm. so crazy so crazy to me did you have any savage af or white privilege moments for this episode
1: my white privilege moment even though we didn't see it would definitely be the fact that katie was able to call her best friends cunts throw water at them and throw their keys in the bushes and still have friends the next day mm-hmm. still have teeth to be able to talk or like not have a black eye or just all the things yeah that is like the definition of some white people shit mm-hmm. never in a million years could one of my quote-unquote best friends treat me that way and then like just show up tomorrow like nothing ever happened like what
0: yeah no totally agree totally agree i didn't have a white privilege moment for this episode so i'll echo that sentiment mm-hmm. that just katie just the tequila Katiness of it all she's just yeah. a mess yeah um uh, my savage af moment for this episode was stassi scheming to get the shit out of Jax, like and for her to then break it down to us so well that we can just basically follow like step one step two step three <laughs> to get this information from him and the fact that she stays steadfast she's like okay he's not gonna admit it now gotta follow up i gotta keep fucking digging i just love it i love every bit of it Assistant,
1: if nothing else mm-hmm. yeah i would echo, echo that savage af thought as well yeah very badass of her
0: mm, just absolutely love it Okay, well, friends, that is it for this week's episode of Savage Reality. Stay tuned. We will see you next Wednesday. And again, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help the people find us. Bye, sister. Bye.